Subscribe to this podcast to get exclusive access to the after show, Shooting the Breeze. Welcome to Cool Explorations. Today you'll be uh, listening to Dr. Donald Ramsey and myself, your host, Tony Peters, talk about 40 Days to Forgiveness uh, and how this book can really help you in your walk with God and help you grow uh, and how the process of writing has, has really helped him. Uh, as well as uh, can help you really understand what forgiveness really means. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cool Explorations. I'm your host, Tony Peters. Today, we are blessed with having a Dr. Ronald Ramsey on, and he's going to talk about uh, his book, 40 Days to Forgiveness. Uh, why don't you start by just telling us a little about who you are and uh, what you're currently doing? Okay. Well, thanks for having me on your show. I uh, I'm currently working as a chaplain and a marriage counselor and I work part-time as a chaplain in a local hospital and then I'm a marriage counselor um, part-time also. I retired in 2007 and after my retirement went back to school and got my degree in marriage counseling so I had to find something to do to have purpose in my life because we know that when people retire and they lose purpose, they don't live very long. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. Yeah. And I have another guest that's coming on who's going to discuss exactly that uh uh retirement stuff uh coming up here in the in this same month. So uh it's good good that you mentioned that because it is very true. Uh and what's it like being a chaplain in the hospital, especially? It's well, it, it will probably sound really odd to say this but it's kind of a thrill it's almost like an adrenaline junkie kind of thing to do because every room you walk in you have no idea what you're going to get presented with you have no idea what the patient's going to bring up what they're dealing with um, if they've got visitors in their room what's going on with them and so if you see 30 patients in a in a in a day in a shift you're going to have 30 completely different experiences and it's kind of a little bit of a of a I think it's thrilling to 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 not know what you're going to walk into it's kind of a challenge you know yeah well and it's probably a blessing to know that you can help people um in times when they're feeling really low? Well, I wish that were true. I mean, there are times when I go in some rooms and and I just don't feel like I can be very helpful to the person, but it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, I. Uh, it's something that when I think about it, I'm like all the tragedy that you see and all that. I'm like, that's got to be it's got to be hard on a person to to see all that and takes a firm foundation. Uh, in your in your faith to to probably get through every day with that hey well i work with a guy who is very good at it um he's actually younger than me he's my boss but he's he's younger but he um he's a tremendous pastor and he and i will talk about cases where we feel like we had a challenge or a struggle and that's always helpful to be able to get through processing what happened and coming up with an idea in your mind of how you might 
deal with things differently. And if there's particularly hard cases that that I get emotional over, uh, I have him to go and talk to as well. So I think that's a really important part of why I'm at the place I'm at. Yeah, I, I can see that. And having that that support system is important, not just in that job, but in your life and, and everything. So it would make sense that in a job like that, you'd, you'd need a good support system in place and he would be one of your support systems. And the same thing is true with my marriage counseling. I have a group, uh, there's a group of us that meet once a month and talk about our cases and share with each other and uh, give each other insights and feedback uh, because marriage counseling is a pretty lonely profession too. You know, you're not, you're not doing it with other people. So mm -hmm. you don't always know how successful you're being. And sometimes you just don't feel like you're being very helpful. So I have a support system there too. And that's, that's been an important part of my counseling experience. Yeah, I bet. Uh, what is your testimony look like? Uh, how did you come to Christ? And what was your life like before Christ? And what was it like after Christ? Well, I was raised in the church. Uh, my mom was a very strong believer. In fact, my mom was a chaplain. Um, and she always raised me with the idea in mind that I would be some kind of a pastor, uh, either in a church or something. She she didn't have anything specific in mind, but she raised me to be a, a servant. And, um, and I learned a lot from her faith and from her spirit. And I've gone back and forth. I've fallen away and come back a few times in my life. But I would say in the last 20 plus years, I've been a pretty strong believer. And uh, my faith has carried me through a lot of difficult situations. Yeah, and uh, I could definitely relate to that where uh, we all fall away at times and, and have those times of, of rebellion or where we're really just not doing what God wants us to do. We're doing our own things for being Jonah, basically running from what God wants us to do. Um, and then we hit our troubled times and you really do realize just how much faith is important and a belief in God and how God can carry you through so many of your difficult times. Uh, I can relate to that very much, uh, in my own, in my own story. Um, part of that is, is forgiveness, which is something you wrote your book on. Um, learning to forgive those who have caused troubling times or have hurt you throughout your life. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, what inspired you to write your book, 40 Days to Forgiveness? Uh, and what is, just briefly tell us about the book. Well, as you probably know, in a doctoral program, you have to do research and write a dissertation. And um, I thought initially I would, wanted to do something to research family resilience. Why are some families able to get through difficult times better than others? And as I looked into that, uh, what I realized is that one common denominator across the board is every family has issues with forgiveness at some point in time, um, big or small, sometimes very big issues with forgiveness, uh, sometimes just 
maybe one infraction that somebody did that you just can't get past. And so because I have a background in training and development, uh, I wanted to try and blend the two together. And I chose to study uh, what are the interventions that help people best to be able to forgive. So I ran a workshop and studied what people said was helpful to them. So when I got done with the dissertation, I thought, well, I've come this far. I may as well turn it into a book. So I got going with the book. It's had kind of a slow start, but I designed the book so that it's got, um, you do it over 40 days, which 40 is kind of a significant number in the Bible, as you probably know. Yeah. Um, and each day there's about a 30-minute reading, and then there's an exercise to do. Sometimes the exercises are as simple as a prayer that I format and you fill in the blanks in the prayer. Sometimes it's a little more detailed where you're doing a survey about how you deal with things. Like uh, I put a survey in there on coping style where people can go through and look at what their style is for coping with difficult situations. And once you know that, then it's easier to think about how to strengthen your coping style. Mm-hmm. So I used my my uh, lessons learned from my dissertation and from my experience in training and development to design all of those activities. So the book is really designed to be interactive. Uh, it's not the kind of book that you that you just sit down and read. And I really didn't want a book that people would just sit down and read from cover to cover. I wanted something that people could really interact with that would reach in and grip their heart and and really be helpful to them. Yeah. And uh, forgiveness is definitely can be a very hard thing to learn. Um, Jesus forgave us uh, of all of our sins. So it is something that we, we need to follow that example. Um, And it forgiving someone of something is definitely healing. It's very therapeutic uh, to get to that point. Uh, I know with some of my own trauma, uh, with my Christian counselors, uh, them helping me discuss forgiveness and realizing that I was really holding on to those grudges inside me. And it was it was part of what my issue was. It was destroying me. Uh, and so coming to a point of forgiveness really helped bring that healing to me and uh, has helped me in my um, relationships uh, in life. Because with Without forgiveness, it's hard to have good, healthy relationships. Well, I'm curious to know what you did to get to a place of forgiveness. Um, a lot of prayer, uh, for sure, um, as well as uh, I have some had some difficulties with my mother in the past, uh, abandonment issues, and uh, some really, really deep issues that I that I just had it goes all the way back to when I was like six months old, and uh, I ended up uh, rekindling that relationship after not talking to her for five or six years and uh, just slowly working away at it. And uh, a lot of introspection as well, uh, which is looking at the inside of you uh, to come to a point where it's just like, okay, I've been harboring this and I need to give this over to God. And so I 
I would pray on it a lot. I would write, um, I write poems uh, and I write songs. Uh, so a lot of that gets poured into there. And uh, I found that very, very therapeutic was getting it down onto paper. So it's not just in my head. It's not stuck there. And when you get to a point where you're praying about it and turning it over to God, um, I, I found that that just really took it out of my hands and was like, okay, God, just work on this in my life. Help me to get to this point where I'm not thinking about this. It's for you to deal with, not for me to deal with. And uh, I found that was really, really helpful as well as um, they gave me some good scripture to, to look at um, Philippians. I, I, I love Philippians. Uh, I found that was, was a good one. Same as Psalms it is very therapeutic for me. Just the poetry and all that I find really, really helpful and looking at David's life and all the things that he went through. Um, and yet he, he could get to the point where, you know, he didn't harbor a grudge against Saul. Um, he still, he had a chance to kill Saul and yet he didn't kill Saul. Uh, and that was because of his love and trust in, in, in God. And so for me, that was what really did it for me was, was just looking at examples in the Bible and writing things down and praying about it. Prayer is, is, is one of the biggest tools to, to forgiveness and, and, and therapy. Well, praise God that you were able to get through it. Um, some of the things that you just listed are are things that the book focuses on helps people to walk their way through so it sounds like the process that you did worked for you yeah it did and i again have my christian counselors to thank for that i do have a, a background in youth care work so i have the, the the secular version of all that stuff that i was taught uh, as well um but i know for court systems as well there's um in Saskatoon, uh, there's a lot more of a, a native population there, and they have what, what's called the healing circle that they force some people to go through. So the person who committed the crime, um, they, they aren't forced into this, um, but it does help reduce their sentence if they decide to go through this. Uh, so they go into a healing circle and they face their victims, and they get to hear what, what their victims think about the, what they've done and how it's affected their lives. And it can really be therapeutic for the family to get to do that. But also we found it helped a lot of the, the people who committed the crimes realize the impact that they actually had on people and that it wasn't just something they stole uh, or one person that they, that they hurt in their action. It was the families uh around that person that they also hurt um and uh, i think we can kind of take some christian aspects out of that in terms of us as christians when we face the person who has hurt us we need to be willing to you know I, if they're willing to listen talk to them and tell them you know what they've done and then come to a point where it's like i've forgiven you and just see how much that helps that person get through their own situation and and help them lead, lead a, a christian life see a christian example of of that forgiveness and it can really you don't know the impact that it can have on that person 
uh, and you may never know but uh, it's up to us to lead by example well it's interesting that you say that because in my research i found that facing the other person was the most effective teaching tool in 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 the way that we do it in in the book is called the empty chair activity where you sit in one chair you have two chairs that are facing each other you sit in one chair and you pretend the other the person that hurt you is in the other chair and you talk to them about what they've done and how it's affected you then you get up and you go sit in their chair and you talk back to yourself you respond to what you just said as if you're the other person mm -hmm. and when you do this you have a, a second person who's observing you who can give you feedback or help you through it um and the people that were in the workshop that i did rated that as being the most powerful activity and that's kind of what you did yeah instead of an empty chair you you met these people meet with their actual transgressor yeah yeah and i can i can see that uh as well especially in situations where maybe that person you can't face that person uh, you're not in a situation or a position where you can face them. I can see that being extremely helpful. Uh, especially, I was molested twice as a child myself. So getting through that, um, that activity would have been very, very helpful in, in my healing um, to get to the point where I was, I, I have forgiven them and I can talk about it now. Um, it took years to get to a point where I could actually talk about what happened to me. Because for years I just bottled it up and I, I hid it inside as so many people do, which we all know is not the way to get healing. It is not, not healthy to bottle things up. Uh, it does need to get out. Um, so how does this process help us in our walk with Christ? And how can your book help us with that process of walking with Christ? Well, the... At the core of the process is what I call spiritual maturity. And um, that's covered in one of the chapters where we talk about four spiritual disciplines that help us with spiritual maturity, prayer, meditation, scripture study, and fellowship. And, and the book gives you a brief survey for each one where you can take a look at how strong you feel you are in prayer or meditation or scripture study. And then you put together a plan for how you can get stronger in that particular spiritual discipline. And I believe that it's our spiritual maturity that helps us to get through the unforgiveness process. That's Those are the things that you listed that you did. Yeah. Um, prayer and meditation and and uh and i'm presuming that there was scripture study in there too you mentioned that you did have a verse from philippians that was helpful to you yeah yeah philippians 4 13 uh, and not in the out of context version of it but in the actual like through god's will i can i can do all things and and he'll strengthen me um but then there's there's many psalms as well that I found extremely helpful. Just David explaining like his troubles and then being like, God, you are my rock, like you're my foundation. And 
And uh, I found that just extremely helpful in that process, just realizing that God, God is our rock. He's our foundation. He's the one who brings about the healing. Um, he can get us through any situation and uh, we need to, to learn to really recognize his, his grace, his mercy, his love um, and his support that he gives us. Um, because like David said, he is our rock. Well, one thing I noticed about your example is that you worked through a process that took a period of time. And what I've done in 40 Days to Forgiveness is I've designed a process that can help people be very intentional about going through the steps and the, and the process activities that will help you get to a state of forgiveness. And I call each step in the process by uh, a word that the first letter of each word spells the word action. Some people believe or think that forgiveness is a feeling. It's how you feel about somebody else. And that's not true at all. Forgiveness is an action that you take. And the word uh, for A is acknowledging what's happened to you at a deep level and how it's affecting your life. The C stands for commitment, making a commitment to try to forgive. The T is transitioning from a state of ruminating negative thoughts about the transgressor to thinking positive thoughts about the transgressor. The I is internalization, which is the spiritual maturity part, internalizing the transgression within the context of spiritual disciplines. The O is being open to change, the change that will bring about in your life. And the end is nurturing that change over a period of time because things can happen to us that can trigger us to go back and experience that unforgiveness again. Mm -hmm. We don't forget when we forgive. That's a myth. You can't un-experience something that you've experienced. So nurturing what you've learned through your forgiveness process is an important final step in getting to a state of forgiveness and staying there. Yeah, for sure. And it takes a very deliberate, focused, like you say, action and um, attention to to actually trying to, to bring about healing because um, healing is not just an easy, simple thing that happens overnight. That you do have to work at it. It isn't something that you can just be like, oh, suddenly suddenly everything's better. It's like, no, you actually have to work at it. Um, and and God expects us to work at it and he expects us to work on everything in life. So why should why would forgiveness be any different? Um so it's also something that humanity has struggled with since we were created. Um, we can look at the fall of man. We can look at uh, Cain and Abel, their story. Um, and, you know, it's just grudges that build up uh, over time. And forgiveness can be that that darkness that just builds and builds until it either destroys you or you take your action to actually try and, and, and fix the what is is creating that darkness try and bring about that healing how do we 
help society to see that forgiveness is the way um, that we need to go about because society today is so filled with hate um, and people don't want to forgive. They want to hold grudges. Well, part of the reason I wrote the book that I did from a Christian perspective is because I'm trying to do just that for the society of Christian church, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. So my hope is to get this book in as many hands as possible in the body of Christ to help us be more forgiving people so that we can be a testimony to the world through our demonstration of forgiveness for things where we've been treated unjustly or unfairly. There are other organizations that are uh, geared towards doing the same thing, but from a secular perspective. Um, the, in the International Forgiveness Institute is one. Uh, they've put together a curriculum that can be used in schools, and it is being used in schools in other countries, Ireland, uh, Israel, uh, Taiwan, the United States. Um, there's another organization called the Forgiveness Project that is also taking steps to try and, and build interventions for making forgiveness a more common way of how we respond to injustice. So there are attempts to try and affect society um, in different in different ways, but. All of those ways are ways that center around learning, learning to forgive. Yeah. And like you say, as Christians, we need to lead the way and be examples. We're called to be the lamp that, you know, shines. God is our lamp at our feet. Well, we've got to be that lamp for the world where we're shining so that people can see God's glory and they can see Jesus Christ and how he can affect our lives. So if we are holding on to grudges, we're setting a poor example for the world and not living in a way that Christ would have called us to live. Um, once you get to that point of forgiveness, uh, how does that change you? How does it impact the way that, that you live your life and interact with other people? Well, what I talk about is how the spiritual disciplines break down the stronghold that's built around our heart that keeps this Holy Spirit and keeps the Spirit of Christ inside of us. Um, I describe a stronghold in the book as being negative thoughts that get built up around our heart and the light of Christ can't shine out of our heart if there's bricks of negative thoughts built around our heart. So one of the ways that it affects us is that by breaking down the strongholds of negative thoughts about the person or the situation, it helps us to be a light for Christ. And when we're a light for Christ, we live a life of peace. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you could take give just one thing that you would really want people to take from your book, what would that one thing be? Well, I think it's what we just talked about, that forgiveness is not a feeling, it's an action, and that it's an action that takes a process to put in place. 
and a step-by-step process that expands over a period of time is the way to get from unforgiveness to forgiveness. I think that's the most important thing for people to understand is that it's not something that you can just think your way into or will your way into. It takes time and it takes it takes a certain amount of effort uh, in action steps in order to get to a state of forgiveness. Yeah, it does. Um, where can people find your book online? Well, I have a website um, that has links on it to all my social media and has some videos on there, all the podcasts that I've done. But the book can be purchased on Amazon and Barnes and Noble are the two places that are the easiest to, to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, the website is just simply 40daystoforgiveness.com. Yeah, and we'll put a link to that in the description of the video as well as the podcast so people can find that uh, and go from there as well. Um, and one thing I always like to leave people off with is one piece of advice. Uh, so for you, what piece of advice would you give to someone who is really struggling to forgive? Well, I think to accept that forgiveness is possible. Sometimes when you get in a dark place, it feels hopeless to be able to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness is possible. It's something that you can take control of. It's something that you do for yourself, not for the other person. And by working through a process, you can forgive. So I would encourage people to, first of all, make a commitment to try to overcome the negative thoughts and to try to forgive the person that has treated them unfairly. Yeah, and and understanding those things is, is key and understanding that forgiveness is possible. Um, Because sometimes, you know, people get into a rut where they just think, there's no way I can forgive this person. You know, I've been too hurt. I'm too damaged. Um, But through Christ, you can definitely get to that point of forgiveness. Uh, It's a process that took me decades to learn uh, and to get to that point. But getting to that point has been such a blessing. Um, and has definitely changed my life, changed the way I interact with my family, uh, as well as with friends. So um, definitely an important message to leave with people. So it is possible. You you can get there. Um, and if you need someone to talk to, um, I'm sure they can shoot you a, a message on your website, or uh, they can shoot me an email at tpeters745 at gmail.com. Uh, and and I'll be there to to talk to you or to uh, lead you to someone who who, who can help you, uh, because through Christ all things are possible, and and you you can bring about healing in your own life through Christ. So thanks for coming on and sharing with us. Uh, it's it's been a real blessing and a true pleasure. Appreciate it. Enjoy talking to you. to forgiveness and uh, how forgiveness can really help you in your your walk with God and with your relationships and uh, how it's really important and a key component in our relationship with God. If you would like to get a hold of me, you can do so at tpeters745 at gmail.com.
Well, I have just been uh, blessed with so many people who are requesting to be on the show, and I'm impressed with how many people want to share their testimonies or what they're doing uh, for the Lord right now. Uh, if I haven't got back to you, I promise I will get back to you. Uh, I look forward to, to speaking with each of you and interviewing you. And uh, keep tuning into the show. There, there's lots of, of new people that are coming on here, and if you're considering wanting to, to come on the show, uh, just shoot me an email at tpeters745 at gmail.com and uh, I will get back to you.